Hi, you're listening to YYC Sociables, Calgary's social experiences podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sociables, and my job is to make sure you have something fun to look forward to every week. In between these weekly episodes, get your fix by following me on Instagram at sarah.sociables. Before I begin the episode, let's thank our sponsor, and this week it is Couture Pop-Up. And so there is a Secure the Couture event happening, and that is August 13th to 15th, so it's basically all day, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's at the Sheraton Eau Claire, and at this event, it's really cool because you can shop clothing, handbags, shoes, accessories, and it's all from super fancy designers that would normally be priced very high. I know they'd be way out of my budget, but they're up to like 80% off the original price. So this is actual affordable luxury items. And I'm looking at my wardrobe and my accessories right now and I'm thinking I have no luxury items. And like, I don't really shop at those stores. I find them kind of intimidating. Like I don't, I don't have any name brand items. So I don't have knowledge of like what a good name brand would be or like I just feel like I wouldn't be able to talk about it like it wouldn't be my world so like an event like this where it's like designer stuff but it's all discounted and it's very approachable and I could go and shop and enjoy myself and potentially come away with a really nice bag or dress or outfit or whatever I think that sounds pretty tempting so I love that this fashion event is happening so if you're interested in that again it's August 13th to 15th and it's a couture pop-up Okay, so it's been a long time, friends, and by a long time, I mean a couple of weeks. So I've decided to do the podcast every other week, and that's not, I'm not doing it because I want to do it every other week. I would definitely prefer to do it weekly. There's enough to talk about now because there's actually events happening, but it's just a workload thing. I got too much going on, especially with adding in the newsletter component, which takes a lot of time too to put together. It means that my whole Sundays are booked up. So I basically dedicate six hours every Sunday to put the podcast together and then get it out. I can't do that every week, realistically. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But you kind of, you get what you get. Maybe in the future, I somehow more time will open up to me. Um, I don't know. We'll see. That's, this is the plan I'm going with right now. But I would highly recommend signing up for my newsletter. I'm sure everyone who's listening is already signed up for it. It's just an email that has the same information that's in this podcast, and it actually has more information. So I'll talk more about that as I go through the upcoming events. So yeah, let's get into events. So what is happening this week? Tuesday, We have comedy back at Blind Bigger Smokehouse. And this week it is Matt Foster, who I believe I've seen before at Yuck Yucks. I'm pretty sure I've seen him and I'm pretty sure he's really funny. So it's only $10 to go. So if you're looking for something to do on a Tuesday, maybe do that. Thursday, there's multiple events going on. Sunny Cider has their live music event series going on. It's every Thursday. And this Thursday it is Marcus Trummer and it's free to go. Ghost Tours are back at Heritage Park. I mentioned this one before. It's $23 to go. I'm not sure if it's sold out or not. I know these are selling out like hotcakes. I really want to make it to one of the events myself so I can kind of speak to what happens on a ghost tour. If you go to one, let me know what happens. Is it scary? Is it not scary? Is it entertaining? 
Jubefest is happening on Thursday as well. So this is just outside of the Jubileatorium. What they do is have kind of, I think there's like a big park area there, like grassy area where they set up the music and they also have drinks that you can get so you can kind of enjoy the weather, have some sunshine, have some music, have a couple drinks and supporting the local artists. So that's pretty awesome. And this week it is Tim Tamashiro. Hopefully I said that right, Tim. Um, as if Tim's listening right now. <laughs> uh, also happening on Thursday, Jurassic World is at Big Art Drive-In. That's the theater outside of Dallas Spark. It is basically in kind of their parking lot area if you're trying to find it. It's pretty big screens, pretty decent setup they have there, and Jurassic World like that would be a decent show to see. So it costs about $15 to $39 to do that, depending, I think, on your, your car size or where you're parked or whatever is how they determine that. Also Thursday is West District Night Market. I actually went to West District Night Market this last week. So I was there on Thursday. It was a pretty good market. It's kind of like what you expect. They have a bunch of vendors in an open area. They got some food trucks. They got cool shopping. They got like samples. And it was pretty like lively and happening. So it was a busy market. I recommend checking that out if you're anywhere in that area. It's a bit of a drive like far northwest. But if you're in that area, definitely check it out. It's free to go and you're supporting local. On Friday, there's also a number of things happening. So there's another night market. There's the Inglewood night market. So I guess depending on what area of the city you live in <laughs> would determine which night market you're going to visit. Uh, that one's free entry as well. Also happening Friday, ooh, there's a fun event back at Trolley 5. I love seeing these things happening again. Like Trolley 5 hasn't done any events in forever. And now let's see their back on it, back doing them. Um, so this is a barbecue and beer pairings dinner. It looks really good. I love barbecue, I love beer. So obviously this would be a yes for me if I wasn't away this Friday, but 50 bucks to go to that. Definitely look into tickets. I don't know if they're gonna, I don't know, like Trolley Five's pretty big. I don't know if this is like they're doing the upstairs or downstairs or like how many tickets they have dedicated to this because it's weird that they're doing it on a Friday to me because normally they'd be very busy on a Friday. So they, maybe they have like a dedicated area like downstairs or or something so it doesn't interrupt their regular flow of customers. Also on Friday, they have Friday the 13th playing at Big Art Drive-In, which Friday the 13th, uh-oh, scary. Got some, uh, if you're superstitious, I guess, then maybe that would be of interest to you. Also on Friday, it's a new thing at East Village. They are doing something called Food Truck Fridays, where they have a bunch of food trucks come in every Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. at East Village Celebration Square. I don't really know where Celebration Square is in East Village, but I'm sure if you drove there, you would likely run into it. <laughs> like if you see a bunch of food trucks, that is the place. There's an event happening at Kaylee's 17th on Friday. This one's cool because it's for charity. It's called House Beats for the Hungry. And I think it's like DJs and prizes and music. And I don't know, it's just kind of like a fun fundraiser thing they're doing. And it's only $16 to go to that. So if you're looking for something to do, there's lots of options for you this Friday. On Saturday, there is an ABBA tribute at Deerfoot Inn and Casino. If you're into ABBA, the tickets are $33 to $45. That is the range. There's another night market. Geez, there is like your choice of night markets going on. This one's cool because it's a brand new one. So we haven't had this before. 4th Street is bringing a night market because I think, because um, you know 4th Street would do the uh, Lilac Fest in Mission where it would basically take up like all of 4th Street. I think this won't be as big as Lilac Fest, but I think it's trying to like make up for the fact that they didn't have one. So I don't know if they're going to like 
block off some of the street or how that's going to work. Like there's got to be space for these vendors somewhere, but that seems like it would really disrupt traffic if it's like a Saturday night. So I'm curious about how that one's going to work. Uh, so they have two dates for this fourth street night market, but one of them is this Saturday and I forget when the next one's coming up and in another couple weeks, I'll, I'll be sure to remind you then. Also happening on Saturday. So this is cool. My friend, the cannabis sommelier, he's this like really fun character. His name is Andrew. He is really extremely smart, knows so much about wine. So he's a wine sommelier, but he also knows a lot about cooking and he knows a lot about cannabis. So he's very educated when it comes to combining all those things. And what he was doing pre-pandemic was these 420 friendly meals where it's like a very like luxury meal with the terms of like what's being served. And you have also the option of getting it cannabis infused, which is really neat. I love that this is a legal option open to people. So he's doing that on Saturday. It's $125 for a five course meal with your cocktail pairings and with your optional cannabis. I don't know if that changes the price or not. I'm not sure. So you have to DM him or email him. He's the Cannabis Somali on Instagram. You should be able to find him pretty easily. On Sunday, there's a couple things happening. So that's the same day of that couture pop-up that's happening at Sheraton Suites Eau Claire. So definitely check that out. And also some of my friends are holding an event that is a yoga and sound bath experience. It's called Elevate Your Sunday. And this is another cannabis friendly event. So you bring your own cannabis and you are, I think it's in like a park area and you do yoga and there's some sound bath stuff going on. So that sounds really cool. Um, yeah. Like I said, my friends are organizing that, Julie from Toke Local and a couple other really nice friendly ladies who are in the local cannabis industry. So if that's something you're into, definitely check that out this Sunday. There's a couple things going on that are multi-date here. Shaw Charity Classic is starting up. I think it's Thursday. I don't know if it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe it's just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so if you're into golf, definitely check that out. I think you can get really cheap tickets, but there's also like ranges. So 20 to $225 if you want to go all out. I don't really know what that means, but check on Eventbrite to buy tickets to go to Shaw Charity Classic. I did go like probably five years ago and the weather was really nice and like you get drinks and I thought it was like good times. Uh, also happening, or I guess I should say ending, is Alberta on the plate. So that is over August 15th and that is with the participating restaurants who are offering some fixed price menus that are highlighting local growers and producers, distillers and brewers. All about that local food menu. So that's kind of cool. So if you haven't done that yet, this is the last week to do it. And happening during the month of August, so August 2nd to 29th is Bump Festival. So Bump Festival has been going on for like a few years now. And it's kind of like, I don't know if it's super well known because it's a little bit weird because it's basically a festival of murals, which is awesome. It's highlighting the local artists that do a lot of the murals. Like I think 90% of them are downtown, I would imagine, because they're just good spaces for murals. But I think there is also some like live music component and outdoor cinema. I'm not exactly sure how that works. I think they have like different scheduled events over the month of August. So your best choice, if you're interested in that, is to go to the Bump Festival website and see, get your details there. But kind of cool. I really love all of those murals that are happening downtown. I think it livens up our downtown so much more. Like it just elevates it 
to like more of a big city status that people like especially like tourists who come here and can see that we have like cool things to look at like that amazing good stuff good good work calgary or I don't know who gets credit for that. City of Calgary, Bump Festival people, whoever started that, good on you. So now I have a section called Upcoming Events that I'm actually going to skip for the podcast just in the sake of brevity because I don't want to have this podcast be an hour long because it's already going to be a little bit longer because I'm only I'm doing it once every two weeks. So obviously I got like more space to fill that way. But this will be in the email. So this is covering stuff that is not happening this week, but it's happening in the upcoming weeks. So like the end of August and even some events into September that you might want to get tickets for in advance because they're going to sell out. I want to make sure I give you guys a heads up for that. But I'm not going to go through these all here. Like I said, it'll be in the email. So you're not going to miss out. Uh, just so you know. Let's dive into the restaurant news. So there's a couple things going on. So there's a sushi pop-up that's operating out of A1 Bodega. It is called Kamadu Izakaya. I think I said that right. That's a cool sushi pop-up. If you're interested in that, a uh, local chef who's doing it, uh, I would say go to the A1 Bodega uh, Instagram for more information and you can probably link from there to find out more. I'm not sure how long that pop-up is going for. Some fun news. So the Back Alley nightclub is back. I remember when they came back, like this is their, I don't know what return this is, but they brought the Back Alley back. Was it just sometime before the pandemic? Because I remember like announcing on Instagram, be like, hey everyone, the back alley's back. Like, are you excited about it? Are you gonna, you know, what kind of bar is this? Is it more for like older people who remember the actual back alley experience? Or is this supposed to be for like younger people who are, you know, wanting super dirt cheap drinks and like a club kind of atmosphere? So they're, you know, in college or university. I never did really answer that question because I never went to the back alley, uh, but it is back again. So they are opening in early September and it sounds like they're trying to bring back a lot of the original stuff that they'd been doing before. So they're gonna have like a $3 power hour with drinks, which is, that was dirt cheap. And plus like they're talking about uh, throwing the napkins because that was like the big thing back in the day the back alley was known for. So I guess that's all happening. And it makes sense that they're doing it in September because I'm thinking all like the college and university kids are gonna be want to be going out. So I don't know if this is gonna be my kind of nightclub. I'm guessing this is more for the younger people and I'm too ancient to enjoy the back alley experience. It could be wrong. I don't know. If you go, let me know. Let me know what the back alley is like. Um, I guess it's not really restaurant news. <laughs> That's more like nightclub news. Uh, okay, but back into restaurant news. So Munchies opened in Bowness. So this is a place that is serving up burgers and tacos. Technically, they've been open since like July 14th, but they were pretty quiet about their opening. So I didn't really, it wasn't really on my radar, to be honest. And also it didn't sound like super exciting. I don't know. It's burgers, tacos, and Bonas. I think if you're in Bonas, you'll be probably more excited about it. Somewhat more relevant, perhaps, to me. So 88 Brewing, which I really love, 88, they have replaced Noble Pie, finally. I was really curious about what was going to happen with that because Noble Pie left in, like, January or February of this year. And uh, we love Noble Pie, so good. So they have opened their own location downtown, which there's another piece of restaurant news for you. You can now order takeout from Noble Pie. You can't there's no sit-in place in the restaurant yet. I think they're still working on that part. I know staffing is like a huge issue for restaurants right now because they're just 
dying to find people. It's so hard to hire. Um, so yeah, Noble Pie, you can get the pizza, but you can't eat in. But back to 88 Brewing. So they have a new in-house kitchen and it is called Mixtape. And so Mixtape is, they made their own Instagram for it and everything. Of course, that's how people do things these days. Um, my understanding is it's kind of more like a brunch place because they do a lot of bagels and oh, apparently I say bagels wrong. Bagels, bagels? I don't know. My boyfriend always makes fun of me. Anyway, that is the type of food that <laughs> Mixtape is serving in 88 Brewing. Uh, I haven't been there. Sounds good though. I'm glad that they have, they've replaced it so now we can get food. That's amazing. But it's weird that it's not like a light night place. Like I'm surprised that they went with a brunch kind of model. So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to encourage more people to do breakfast at 88 Brewing. Uh, also in the realm of restaurant news, Two Taco opening soon in Kensington. I don't know too much about this place. You can check out their Instagram. It said they were planning on opening in July. Obviously that got delayed because it's August and they're still uh, not open, but I'm imagining within the next few weeks to a month, probably max, they will be open and we can check out Two Taco. Apparently it's like Mexican street food, which a lot of people are doing these days, but I'm not against that because I really love Mexican food. So so more is better. Also, just a little tidbit of news regarding 17th Ave. So do you guys know, know how um, that Starbucks closed that was like right in the center of 17th, which was kind of like surprising and caught a lot of people off guard just because that Starbucks had been there forever. It's a franchise. So you think it's kind of, you know, recession proof, but they, I guess the economy or whatever with the pandemic, they, that Starbucks closed down, which was crazy. Um, and now, so it's been closed, nothing has been there for a while, and now Higher Ground is going to move there, which is pretty awesome. I like Higher Ground and, you know, might as well replace it with a coffee shop. I'm not sure if we needed like a restaurant there or anything. So yeah, Higher Ground is going to be opening there soon. Follow their Instagram if you're interested in watching their opening process. Uh, okay, so let us move on and talk about what I did last week ish kind of last two weeks though because i haven't talked to you guys for a little while i'll try to keep this update relatively short and give you some highlights that you need to know and this is the part where you don't really get this in the newsletter right where i'm giving the more behind the scenes and telling you my opinions of things because that doesn't really fit in like an e-newsletter format so this part is definitely better for the podcast i would say so what I did last night, let's start with that. Let's do reverse chronological order. I went for Slurpee Ciders at Uncommon Cider and it was really good. I would highly recommend them. Like they're quite sweet. Like it's kind of like a Slurpee you'd get at 7-Eleven. So if you're thinking it's like a dry Slurpee, it, it's not, it's pretty sugary. Um, but they were really tasty. Like better than I thought they were going to be. So I would definitely recommend you check that out. And so they do change up like which uh, cider they turn into a Slurpee. I don't really know their process of how they do the freezing. So what we had this week might be completely different next week. So I'm assuming it's relatively the same, but I would highly recommend you go. Everyone was ordering them on the patio when we were there and we even had to like wait a little bit to make sure they had like the next batch of frozen ones ready. So these are super popular. 
definitely get yourself a Slurpee Cider at Uncommon Cider. Also, it's a really cute place. I'd never been there before. They have like a, a hot pink inside. I didn't get any pictures or anything, so I was kind of drunk. And my friends were like, they're not really into taking pictures and video and stuff. Otherwise, they totally would have because they have like a very Instagrammable inside, I would say. So the very cute pink, hot pink interior. Check that out. Great for a ladies' night. That's what we did. Ladies' night at Uncommon. We also went to a couple other places, um, but I'd been there before. We went to Establishment and Annex. Oh, I guess I could say I did try the Little Empire Burger, which I know they've been around for quite a while, at least a year or so. And I finally tried a Little Empire Burger. It was pretty good. I did not disappoint. I am a fan of the Little Empire Burger. Very good. So that is like within Annex Ale. They have like a window. It's kind of cool. And they have a kitchen and you can get your Empire Burger. Uh, what else did I do? Okay, so I went to a, it was, it was kind of an interesting event because it was like a pre-event before the main event. The main event is Barley and Smoke, which is happening on August 28th. And this is, it's a fundraiser for kids cancer care. And they have a whole bunch of breweries and a whole bunch of barbecue places. And you get to do samples of everything. Samples galore. So the tickets are 75 bucks, but I feel like that's definitely worth it because you're eating and drinking like a whole ton. So you're not going to, you're just going to be like gorging on food. So that's a very good deal. And plus it's going to charity. So highly recommend you buy tickets for that. But the event I went was on Thursday was just like a PR event to promote the upcoming real event. So we did, we got like mini samplers of the beers um, just from like a handful of breweries and um, a couple different ribs and we got pizza. The pizza was really good actually from Pink Door Pizza. I'd never tried Pink Door Pizza before. I remember when they opened, but they're kind of, I'm pretty sure they're like deep south and so I never really just made it there. Uh, really good pizza. I really like the crust. It was kind of that crust that's a little bit like bouncier or stretchier, I want to say. Anyway, I don't know. My boyfriend said that he didn't like crust that's like that, but I'm like, no, I like that the doughiness to it, but it was like a good doughiness. I don't know. You should try it yourself. It's like a thin crust. Very good. I would really recommend the Pink Door Pizza. Though, so the whole event was lovely and it was actually really busy. Like I was surprised how many people I saw that I knew there. It was like, it was weird. I'm not used to seeing people out and about, I guess. Like I'm still kind of in a pandemic mindset. I thought I'd maybe see one or two people I knew. No, I was like talking to people nonstop, which is amazing and really fun and good to see kind of like industry people out there again and feeling positive and us all like enjoying ourselves at a really nice event that was put on by the PR people for Barley and Smoke. So thank you so much for inviting me to that. That was a really fun special event. And I am happy to tell people to go to that because great cause for sure. And very well put together. Like you're definitely going to enjoy yourself at it. The other thing I did was I went to Lounge 18 because they had a little like promo opening party for the patio that is behind their establishment. So I'd actually never been to Lounge 18 before. It's like right in the middle of 17th. It's like a couple years old. Like it's only been around for maybe three years or something like that. Um, the pandemic always like, I'm like, okay, it's been open for like three years, but like minus a year because it was closed for a year. So I don't know. I don't know how you describe how long something was open. Okay, but it's been around for about three years. It's a hookah bar, but they also serve food and it's got like kind of a, a nicer, more upscale inside, I would say. But they're behind the 
actual restaurant, I think was just a parking lot, nothing noticeable or memorable anyway. So they took that kind of blank area and also behind Saucy Burger too. So they have like a nice kind of chunk of space and turned it all into a nice patio area. And it looks pretty decent. Like they have string lights and they have like, they blocked out kind of the ugly like street view because it didn't have much of a view at all before with like some tall, like grass walls. I don't know if I'm describing that properly, but yeah, you should check it out. I think that it's going to be a popular place for Friday and Saturday nights because it's got enough space to like handle bigger groups. You can have like the music there. It's outside. So I think that's good. Space is going to be pretty successful. It was good. So yeah, I really enjoyed my time at Lounge 18. I think if you're looking for more of like kind of nightclub vibes, like that would be a really good place to go to. So you can like dress up a little bit, be out on the town. Perfect for that. Other thing I did, I went to South Block Barbecue and it did not disappoint. You guys know I love my barbecue. I really do. I really, really do. I told my boyfriend, I was like, this is so good. I want to eat at South Block every week. I was like, can we just have like a standing date going to South Block because I need my barbecue. We had ribs. We had the burnt ends. I love burnt ends. Those are my favorite. They're just like juicy, like extra delicious hunks of meat. I don't know. That's literally all they are. And they're so good. And we had bacon wrapped peppers. Oh, those are really good too. Those are outstanding actually. And we also really liked the beer. I tried their bourbon peach beer. Mm, it was good. I would go back just for that beer and it was brewed in house. So they brew, I think actually a lot of beers in house. I'm surprised at how many they had. They seemed like they were almost like a full on brewery which I thought they would have like one or two beers, but I feel like they had like 10. But I obviously didn't sample all of them, so I need to go back and sample more of them beers. And they did, it used to be Worst, and they did a little bit of renovating. I'm trying to remember what Worst looked like kind of on the top floor, but it's all like very open for the patio, so it's nice, a combination of kind of like indoor-outdoor where the air flows through. So I really like what they did. It looks a lot like Comrie Block and Hayden Block, like really similar themes. I didn't go in the downstairs area. I know that's where they do the actual brewing. I don't know if people can go down there or not. I heard a little bit of a rumor or whatever during Stampede that there was live music parties happening in the basement area. So I think that they plan on using that for entertainment, but I don't know. I didn't see it for myself. I only did the top floor, but it was good. I would recommend it. Also, I went to a couple of digital immersion events. So if you guys have been following me and my stories and videos and stuff on Instagram, you would have seen these. So these are kind of all the rage now, um, these digital immersion things where basically it's like an artistic style where it's got the projection from floor to ceiling and you walk through it and you're just kind of like immersed in whatever it is that they're showing. So I did one at Telus Spark that was Wednesday, two weeks ago, right before they opened to the public. How Telus Spark did it is that it's included within your ticket price, which I think it's like, I don't know, 23, 25 bucks to go to Telespark, something like that, cheaper for kids, I think. So it's included within your ticket, which is amazing because you don't have to pay extra. And I think that's very worth it. Obviously, if you go, definitely give it a walkthrough. It doesn't take very long to walk through. I want to say it was about 15 minutes. And the theme that they did was kind of like a 
birth to death and talking about like how every second matters and it was kind of like a bit of an emotional journey, you know, from like baby to like old lady. And so that was kind of the artistic theme that they went with. And that particular exhibit is going to go for, I don't know how long, I'm going to say like seven, eight, nine months or something. And they're going to switch it up to a different theme. We were talking to the, I don't know, director guy manager I don't know we were talking to someone about it afterwards and he was explaining how they're gonna do mix it up so it's not always it's not gonna be that same exhibit forever because it's digital they can obviously you know press play on another exhibit it's probably a little more work than that but you know what I mean so that's cool I love that Telespark is updating their whole area that way and keeping it cool and interesting for kids and adults oh and that was the other thing Telespark is talking about how they really want to make it a place that is somewhere adults want to visit as well, which I noticed last year because they were doing a lot of those Fiverr Fridays where it's literally only five bucks to go to Telespark, which is like a great deal. And they serve alcohol at the events too, which is amazing. And no kids are allowed. So I mean, if you're going to go to Telespark, go during those Fiverr Fridays. So hopefully they bring those back and I will definitely tell you guys if I see that. The other digital immersion event I went to, well, I guess it's like a limited time exhibit. I think it's here just for the month of August. I'm not sure when they're done. It was the Van Gogh exhibit. Finally went to that because I know I've been telling you guys about it for months and it was really good. I did, I did really like it. It didn't, um, I wouldn't say it like blew me away or anything, but I would say it like lived up to my expectations. Basically it is three rooms and the first room, I don't know if I'm like, spoiling it for you guys here. So spoiler alert, skip this section if you don't want to know. Uh, but the first room is kind of just like some history of Van Gogh and you go through like his life and learn some like facts about him. They're really interesting. And there's just kind of some artistic frames around and whatnot. So that's kind of more, I guess, the educational component where you're not really visually seeing a, a whole lot right there. Um, but then the second room is kind of where you walk into more of the digital immersion piece. And it was pretty cool. We stood there and watched that. They kind of had like a smaller loop there that was maybe like five or 10 minutes, maybe at most. And that was really cool. But that room was quite a bit smaller. And then you go into the big room, which is the main event. And that room has like a digital loop that's playing that goes, I think, for 45 minutes or maybe it's 30 minutes, something like that. And you basically want to stay and like watch the whole loop. And it's pretty cool. So it just has like his art playing in like different formats. I don't know, it's kind of hard to describe. They'll be like scrolling on the wall or kind of like flowers expanding or flowers blowing in the wind. I'm sure you've seen some of the videos online. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Price to go, I think is around like 50 bucks. So it is like a little bit expensive. Like, I don't know if it was necessarily like a $50 experience. I was talking to my friends afterwards about what would make it better. And I wanted, because they have, they have the floor and the walls covered, but if they had the ceiling too. So if you were in like a full box experience of Van Gogh, like 360, the whole, you were just covered in Van Gogh. <laughs> well, you're not really covered, but you know what I mean. That would be amazing. But the ceiling, unfortunately, is just regular ceiling within the BMO center, which is, you know, I wasn't fully immersed is all I'm saying about that. Anyway, that's my opinion of Van Gogh. You should go to Van Gogh. It was pretty cool. It's only around for a limited time. I'm wondering if this is like a new trend with art. Maybe other exhibits will be coming to Calgary too. Or maybe this is kind of a bit of a one-off. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, okay, moving on to what I'm doing this upcoming week. I don't actually have like a whole lot in my calendar for this one week coming up. I am going to Edmonton on the weekend because I have like a wedding to go to. I might, I don't know if I'm going to have time, but what I would love to do is check out a few Edmonton places. I know there's like some speakeasies in Edmonton that I'd love to visit, a couple restaurants, but it's like I'm kind of only in and out of Edmonton just for this wedding, so I may not get to do that. I don't really have an exciting schedule this week, but I'm sure other stuff will pop up and you will... You'll have to follow me on Instagram to see what I'm up to. Other stuff, uh, my burger is here and I don't even remember where I left off with telling you guys about my burger. So let's start from the beginning. I have a hamburger. Actually, it's not a hamburger, it's a chicken burger, I lie. So this is a collaboration with Social Outlaw Grill. They approached me and wanted me to give them, I guess like inspiration for a burger because I didn't give them a recipe, but I told them what I was looking for. And my idea was to have a garlic burger because I love garlic. I eat garlic all the time. Me and my boyfriend put it in everything we cook. We go through so much garlic. We both love it, big fans. And I've never had like a garlic hamburger before. And I thought that's kind of like a niche that's missing. Like it's not on any restaurant menu that I've ever seen. So I told them that was what I wanted. And then they kind of like ran with it and they made a crispy chicken burger and it's like, it's fully loaded. It's got mushrooms on it. It's got bacon on it, which I love bacon and lots of cheese and lots of sauce. So it's not a light eat. (laughs) It's definitely more of like a late night eat, I would say. Like if you're hungry um, and you're looking for something to order online, then definitely look up Social Outlaw Grill on, it's on all of like the regular apps. So let's see, Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, Door. Dash. I think those are the main three, right? So you can look it up there and it's called the Canoodle and it should say like underneath it or somewhere in the text, like inspired by Sarah Sociables or something like that. So you'll know that that's my burger. And so a portion of every sale goes to Calgary's dope team, which they gave me the opportunity to pick a charity that I wanted. And I decided to go with the dope team because I used to live actually really close to the alpha house. And I saw the work that they did on a daily basis. And like, those people are like everyday heroes. Like they're amazing. They're really, really like, I don't know how much they're paid, whatever it is, it's under, they're underpaid by far. Um, And they're always trying to raise money for the dope team. So I'm hoping that I can raise at least a little bit through the sales of these burgers and go to the dope team. So I'm really happy that I was able to connect that charity to my burger. So that's just a really cool thing that's going on only for the month of August. If you're interested, check out my burger. Also, I recommend if you're buying the burger, there is a really good drink that they have. It's called the Strawberry Slapper. It's like one of those um, adult Capri signs. So definitely like just low key tip here. Add that to your order. Get the Strawberry Slapper. I'm trying to keep it fast here. Just a couple more updates for you guys. The Singles Mingler event. So I think I was telling you about that as well last podcast. I'm working on it with Girls Connect YYC. We're having a hell of a time finding a venue though. Part of the problem is that restaurants are so busy right now that they are just like not answering our emails. Like I think restaurants are fully in the swing of things. They're short staffed. There's like tons of people looking for wedding venues right now. So they're just like their inboxes are overloaded. I think we have a venue, but we have yet to confirm it. And as soon as we confirm it, I can release the date and start selling tickets, but it's just really, it's taken way longer than I want, but I am still excited about it. It is still, the plan is to move forward with it. So if you're single and you want to mingle, definitely keep an eye on that one. 
Okay, last item I wanna to mention to you is the giveaway I have going on right now. It is on YYC Sociable, so go to that Instagram page to enter it. And it is for cookies. So you know those really big, fat cookies that are popular right now with like the gooey centers? They're like, they're, they're practically like a sandwich, really. Um, so this is from yyc.cookies, and you can get six of these cookies. Go enter there, amazing prize. All right, so that is everything I had for this episode. I feel like I really powered through it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it, got some ideas of things to do. Now that events are back, like it kind of makes this a lot easier for me because I actually have really fun stuff for you to try out. Let me know if you tried any of these and if they were fun, if you went, maybe it was garbage, let me know and then I won't tell people about it next time. Uh, you can be the reviewer that way. Thanks again for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, as always, feel free to send me an email or a DM on Instagram. I really appreciate that you're here and interested in the same things I'm excited about. That means the world to me. If you want to advertise with me on this podcast or in any other capacity, please send an email to info at yycsociables.com or feel free to pass that information on to anyone you know who might want to advertise with me. That would be greatly appreciated. All right. Bye for now. I will see you in two weeks, friend. Thank you.